Welcome to the Radically Aligned Show. I'm your host, Dieter Suriani. This is the show that covers topics of spirituality, love, relationships, impact, and everything in between. Welcome to the show where there is no filter and nothing is left off the table. And every episode is guaranteed to take you on a journey deep within yourself. Welcome to the Radically Aligned Show, and let's get this one started. Welcome to today's episode of the Radically Aligned Podcast. My name is Deidre Suriani, and today I'm feeling called to talk about a few different things. So let's see where this conversation wants to go. I was in conversation with a man the other day at a health food store, and he was helping me find a post-workout supplement. And somehow it turned into a conversation of what I do, where I'm from, why I'm currently in the city that I'm in, and what brought me here. And in our conversation, I was sharing about if I choose to stay in the current location that I'm in as I'm recording this episode, um, all of the things that I... I would want to create here in this, in this city. And this is a newer city to me. It's my hometown, but I haven't lived here for over a decade. And in the conversation, there were a lot of roadblocks where he was leaning in. He was excited about what I was saying. And then he found himself or I found him coming up into these spaces of what I like to call imaginary rules. So have you ever said this to yourself out loud? If this than that. If I achieve or do this, then I can have this. Is this a phrase that you've told yourself? I hear this all of the time. When I reach this goal, then I can finally move to the city that I want to. Or when I have that relationship, then I'll work on this part of my life. Or when I have this, then I can do that. And this is really a space of imaginary rules, of rules that we've created somewhere along the line based on past programming. Oftentimes, things that we've been told in the hometown that we grew up in, maybe from our parents, maybe from the people that we surround ourselves with, or the current reality in which we're experiencing. And it's interesting because all of these, if this, then that, all of these imaginary rules of I can, I can't, whatever it is that's limiting, that's blocking you from taking action right now and having what you want, it comes from the past. It can't come from the here and now because when we're truly in the here and now, there are absolutely no limitations. There are only spaces of creation. There's only possibilities of what can be, not what has been. And so in our conversation, we were talking about all of the things that I'd be creating in the city if I choose to stay here as the place that I really want to ground my roots. And he was leaning in, he was excited. And then he would say, oh, I don't know if, you know, if uh, this is the right city for that. And it hasn't been this way. And the people that live here and, you know, all these stories are around what has been. And I asked him the question, you know, it's interesting because all of the things that we're talking about, you're super excited, but it's all the things that you love to be a part of. And you're telling me that the city that you live in, that you've lived in for a very long time, can't have any of those things happen. And I've noticed this trend actually in this town that I'm in right now, 
of people saying, oh yeah, you'll have to go to this city for that. Oh, you'll have to go to that city for that. Oh, you know, we don't do that here. Or I don't see that working here. And it's super interesting because everything of creation, everything in the world that we live in starts out with an idea or a person or a group of people deciding to create a change, deciding to make something happen. However, when we get in the if this, then that, or the, oh, this can't happen here. This is the way things have been. We block ourselves. We block the possibility of creating something new. And this theme can show up in so many different areas of life. It can show up in your personal relationships with your, your girlfriend, your boyfriend, your partner, you know, your friendships. It can show up in your career. It can show up in the city that you live in. You can put all these limitations as far as the possibilities of what could be created. You can, you can literally put out into the universe. No, 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 that can't happen here because it's always been done this way. And it's interesting because everything that comes with it, if this, then that, or I can't, or this hasn't been done in the past or any kind of blocking energy, it's coming from the past. It's coming from what has been, but everything magical, everything in in the space of creation possibility comes from the here and now of what we're choosing to step into, of what we're choosing to create. So the first question that I have for you today in this conversation is what are you choosing to create right now? in your intimate relationships? What are you choosing to create right now in your friendships? What are you choosing to create as your reality in the city that you live in? And are you in a space of possibility or are you in the space of the way things have been? And so I think so many of us have been in a space where we're in a relationship and we're like, oh, I can't have X because this person is this way. But The question is, have you actually done the work or got curious about how things can change and how things can move forward? Or are you just accepting things as they are? And don't get me wrong. It's a beautiful thing to accept how things are because not everything can change overnight. And there are some things that we just don't have control over in this world, in this universe. However, it's interesting being in conversations with people who are saying, this is the way things are. This is the way they've always been. And this is the way that they're always going to be. And so when I was in conversation with this man, he was talking about why he doesn't like this city and how that can't happen. And, oh, I love your idea. They're, you know, they're so amazing. And he was excited and he's like, yeah, I'd want to go to that workshop or I want to do that thing. I want to be a part of that. Oh, but you know, this city, that's just not how it is here. And it's like, well, my question for him was, well, then how can you live here? You know, um, why do you live in a city where you're not able to have access or create or do the things that you want to do and you're stuck into the way things have been? And it was really interesting. He had this you know, look on his face of, oh, and he paused. There was a, you know, a moment or two, maybe even like 30 seconds of silence, like complete silence. And he said, that's a good question. And I could see that I got his wheels turning in his mind of, well, why do I live here if this is the reality? And then I asked him, well, you know, what about creating what you want? What about choosing that? And I was in conversation with another woman who I went to for massage and she said very similar things. Well, in this city, everything's really spread out and people don't really do that. Someone starts it, but no one really follows through with it. And it's like, yeah, 
And what if I was that person that was going to show up and follow through with it? And what if you showed up for it? And what if there was just a small group of us that came together and decided we are creating this thing in the city and we're choosing more community. We're choosing more consciousness. We're choosing really cool events and we're creating a culture around it rather than accepting the way things have been. So my next question for you is, do you find yourself not doing the things that you want to do because you're like, oh, it hasn't been done before this city or this town or this relationship. It's always been this way. Well, if you are doing that, if you are telling yourself that story, that dialogue in limitation, you are going to constantly be recreating from a space of the past rather from a space of possibility until you ask yourself those deeper questions. And I really do believe questions are the gateway to freedom when we have the courage to take action when we have the answers and the courage to ask ourselves the questions. Because until we ask ourselves the questions and until we challenge our belief systems and we show up for what it is that we want, we are going to constantly be recreating the same story over and over and over again. So what is an area in your life where you're feeling stagnant or stuck or, you know, this is just the way things are. It's not going to change. And that could be true. Maybe something isn't going to change. You know, gravity is going to continue to be gravity. If you put something in the air and you drop, it's going to fall. However, as humans, we are constantly evolving. As the world that we live in, we're constantly evolving and it just takes one person or a small group of people who are saying, I want to do something differently and I'm going to show up and create that and I'm going to put the effort in and I'm going to get curious and I'm going to be consistent to create a change. So let's talk about relationships. I've been geeking out in this topic lately as it's been an area of curiosity for me. And this is coming from someone who has been in a relationship most of her life. Like the very first boyfriend that I had was in grade, was a grade four. And I was, I was super geeky. I was the only person in my elementary school with braces. Okay. The only person. And I remember when I had to go and get braces, I thought I was going to get one of those big like mouth things that are outside of your head. And I was like, oh man, I'm going to have to wear that to school every day. It was just regular braces. But at this time, it wasn't a thing. It wasn't popular to wear braces. So I had braces for the first time in grade four. I had braces twice. And I remember my very first relationship, it started on Valentine's Day when I was in grade four. This guy who was in our school, he was super cute. Everyone liked him. He came to school and he brought me a box of chocolates and a teddy bear. And you know, what can a girl say no to? I was like, yes, I'll be your girlfriend, right? Grade four. It was a love story, I tell you. And um, so... So that was when I got into my first relationship and I was in that relationship for like three or four years. And then I had a boyfriend, a couple of boyfriends in high school. And then not too long after I got out of high school, I got into a relationship, got married, was with someone for eight years. And then I was divorced after being together for eight years. And then I was in a relationship not too long after that. So this is coming from someone who's been in a relationship and also from someone who's noticed the areas and relationships where I've been like, oh, this is the way someone is and they're not willing to change. And also that conversation with this is the way I am and I'm not going to change. And challenging myself and seeing the evolution of myself personally and other people that everything has the opportunity to change. However, it's about going at it from a different angle. It's about being curious. So Oftentimes when I've had a client, thinking of one client in particular right now, 
who was in a relationship, not fulfilled with how his uh, wife was showing up in the dynamic. And after doing some work together and challenging some of his beliefs on how she is and why she is that certain way in certain circumstances, and, and a big part of it was jealousy and he was feeling controlled. He wasn't feeling like he was free. And within just a few months of working together, he was able to completely transform his relationship to his wife and they are doing incredible things together. And she's not jealous anymore. She's not showing up in the way that she was before because he was operating from a different perspective. He was operating from a place of possibility rather than this is the way things are and it's not working for me anymore. So in life, we have so many different possibilities. And In one of the past episodes, I talked about settling and if something isn't it, you know, the the question of is it it is, well, usually it's not it if we are asking ourselves that question. However, it also is it because we're choosing that as our reality. And so breaking that apart even more, it's if something is it, but it's not what how you want it to be, or there's an area of feeling stuckness or an area of you want growth and change in, but you're in the space of this is just the way things are, that heavy like energy of I guess I have to accept this. I want to invite you into a space of getting curious about yourself and your perspective of the situation. And also those other people that are involved, because oftentimes we're coming at things from one point of view, not an overview of everything. And the overview and the questioning ourselves and getting curious and asking each other deeper questions is really how we can free up our energy, how we can create something new and really step into a space of possibility. So again, going back to the conversation with this man at uh, the health food store, he had that blank look on his face because he never really asked himself that. And I see this a lot. I notice this a lot that oftentimes when we're not fulfilled with something or we're not happy with something, we might be talking about that relationship that's not working or not going well with our friends, or you know, you might be talking to your friends about an area of your business or your life you're not happy with. And it's like just the same old story over and over and over again. And we can become addicted to our stories, addicted to who we think we are to the stories of who we think other people are. And when we do that, we block ourselves from having what it is that we want. So just taking a moment now, think about an area where you may be, you know, complaining about an area of your life. Like, oh yeah, this town's never going to have, you know, that thing that I really want, or, you know, this city isn't X, Y, Z, or this relationship isn't this. Well, the question is, are you being the person that Could you be the person that changes that story? Number one. Number two is, are you in vibrational match frequency with what it is that you want to create? Or are you in a space of telling the old story because it's a part of your personality and your struggle? And maybe on a deeper level, you don't feel worthy of having the relationship that you want. So you're not standing for the relationship or you're not attracting the kind of relationship that you want. Or maybe you're not that person that's like, oh, I I actually live in the wrong city. What is available here isn't aligned for me. And this is something that actually came up for me very recently. I was living in Vancouver. I, you know, I lived there for over a decade and I fell in love with the city for so many reasons. There's amazing food there. There's great opportunity. There's lots of energy. There's amazing dance classes. There's the ocean. There's the mountains. There's so much amazing things about Vancouver. 
However, before I went traveling on a journey of traveling for work, and it wasn't until I, I was brought back to Vancouver because of, you know, this whole thing that's going on in the world right now with COVID, you know, I felt like Vancouver had reached its expiration date for me. And there was a part of me that was addicted to a story or let's say attached to the story of, oh, this is where I belong. This is where I have been. A lot of my friends are here. This is where I'm supposed to be. And so I was in resistance with the truth. And we're going to talk a little bit about that today too. Being in a space of being resistance to the information that you're getting. So the first part of the piece that we're talking about is being the change, creating the change asking ourselves the deeper questions and showing up for it and being curious and seeing how we can shift things. Absolutely. The second piece is, is it possible that maybe you're in an old environment or a relationship or a career or a phase in your life that has reached its expiration date, but you're in denial about it. So I was a little bit in denial about not being aligned with Vancouver anymore. And so I went back to Vancouver when everything went back on pause. And I was like, yeah, this is where I'm supposed to go. I'm just going to go to my dance class. I'm just going to do what I normally do. And the energy, I was like, this just isn't it. I've outgrown Vancouver and I need to come into a space of acceptance with it. And so I could have stayed in Vancouver and been like, oh, it's not what I want. And that city is moving and shaking in so many ways. However, I knew it wasn't my long-term place. So I was brought to move somewhere else. So this is the thing. When something, when we know something has reached its expiration date, when we're getting the signs, when we're feeling contracted, when we can see things clearly, when we've asked ourselves those deeper questions, the next piece is, are we taking action on it or are we in a space of potentially avoiding taking action on it? So I knew this is how I set myself up to take action. Like I'm the rip off the bandaid kind of person. So (laughs) this may not necessarily work for you, but it works for me most of the time. I have to be aware sometimes. So I decided that I was just going to rent a place month to month when I got back to Vancouver because I knew that it wasn't the space that I was supposed to live. I had other places that I could feel energetically was more aligned. And so I was renting a place month to month that I knew I wouldn't want to stay long-term. And then I stayed in a place that was only for a month. And this was at the very end before moving. And I was like, well, you know, there's one month left before I have to pack up and leave. And all my stuff was in storage. So it was like, I set myself up so that at that specific date, I would be forced to make the change and move. And that really served me. And now that I'm in a new environment, a new space, I'm like, yeah, this feels more like it. I'm not sure if it's a hundred percent it quite yet. I'm looking at some cities in and around where I currently am, but I know that it's closer to what it is for me now versus what Vancouver was for me. So asking ourselves the question, have I outgrown this relationship? Have I outgrown this gig that I'm in, whatever it is. Maybe it's a program that you run. Maybe it's a thing that you've been doing for years or, you know, a group of friends or a career. And you're just knowing that it's time to make a change. The question that I have for you is, are you setting yourself up to rip off the bandaid? And so let's talk a little bit about that, ripping off the bandaid and taking action, because this is where most people get stuck. And the reason why it's because when we have to rip off the bandaid and we don't have all the answers of the next steps, 
it can be kind of scary, right? Like you know that the relationship you're in right now isn't quite it, but it's like most things that you know that you would want in a relationship, but you know it's it's just not quite right. So you stay in the relationship, you stay in the career, you stay doing whatever it is in that city because you don't have the full vision of all of the next steps. Well, I truly believe that when we take action on what we know to be true, the answers present themselves. I'm going to say that again. When you take action on what you know to be true and you listen to your intuition, the universe will give you the next step. It will give you the next answer. But the thing is, I think a lot of us struggle as humans because we're trying to have it all at once. I don't want to leave that career until I know exactly what that next thing is. I want to know what the it is a hundred percent. Like I want to have that opportunity, you know, in a pretty package delivered to me without any discomfort before I take the plunge. And to be honest, that's just not how the world works. That's not how the universe works. You have to take that plunge. You have to trust in yourself. You have to trust that you can figure it out and that the next thing is going to come for you, right? And so this is the space of in between. Once you say, yes, you know, this relationship is no longer working for me or this city in my case is no longer quite it. I need to move out of it in order to discover where is it then once you take action, the next, the next step, the next answers are presented. And since taking that plunge for myself and moving to a city that, you know, I haven't lived in for, you know, over a decade as a space of, you know, getting out of the old environment to find the new environment, a lot of answers have come because I took the step. And so it's not about having it all in one moment. It's about trusting in yourself. And I truly believe that our intuition and self-trust is one of the biggest assets that you can have and develop and invest in within yourself is because when we trust in ourselves, it doesn't matter what we're going to face in our life. It doesn't matter what can come our way because we know we trust in ourselves enough that we can figure it out. And so taking that leap and moving out of the city was one. Another one was a year ago when my my spirit told me that I was supposed to go where the wind blows for a whole year. And this is when I moved away from Vancouver the first time. I lived out of a suitcase. I put all my stuff in storage and I went where the wind blew for you know, it was, it was more like six or seven months before everything went on pause. Right. And in that I had to trust in myself. I didn't know where I was going to end up. I, I ended up going to Bali for a couple months and in my head, in the logical mind, I was like, Oh, I'm going to stay in Bali. I'm going to work there. I'm going to be there for six months to a year. However, the universe had other plans for me. It brought me to Bali for a few months, brought me back to Canada, brought me to uh, California. It brought me to Costa Rica. It brought me all over the place with opportunities and these moments and experiences of divine synchronicity and flow because I trusted. So this is another thing. When we hold on too tightly to our plans and we don't allow ourselves to listen to what is coming through for us. We block ourselves from this dance, this dance that the universe has for us. We're here to dance. We're here to play. We're here to feel it all and be a part of it all. And, and that comes with listening and taking that first step. So to summarize that a little bit is 
if you are somewhere right now in your life where you know it's not quite it, what is the first step to commit to that knowingness within yourself to move towards what is it? And it could be quitting that job. It could be starting that project on the side. It could be having some deeper conversations in that relationship that you're in. And if that doesn't unravel, if it's not the right relationship for you and you know it's reached its expiration date, is to end it. Because the thing is with the universe, it can only give you it can only give you what you don't already have. So what I mean by that is if you're in a relationship, and I've seen this before, and you're like, oh, I'm not going to leave this relationship until this person, this kind of person shows up for me. Well, that's not really how it works because when you're holding on to something energetically, when you have all of this energy tied up in a relationship or whatever it is, it's very difficult to attract what it is that you want. And you can attract a relationship when you're in a relationship, but it's probably not going to be aligned with the kind of relationship that you want long-term, right? It's going to be from one relationship to another. And when you do that from personal experience, when you do that, you're bringing your old stuff into the new relationship and it's just not quite aligned. So if you're in a relationship and you're selling for the 70% of what you want, but you know it's not it... I want to invite you to be courageous, to end the relationship, and to give yourself this space and time to find and discover what is aligned for you. Same with your career, same with the city that you're living in, whatever it is. Take that first step. All you need to know is that first nugget of information. And when you trust enough and take that step, the universe will provide. I promise you, I've seen it over and over and over again in so many different ways in my own life and my client's life. So take that first step. Because when we settle for less than what we want, if you're settling for the 70% of what you want in your relationship, in your career, or anywhere else in your life, you are broadcasting that out into the universe that I want 70% of what I want in all areas of my life, but I'm never going to quite get that 100%. And this show is called Radically Aligned because it's about being radically aligned with who you are and not settling for what isn't you. And it can be a journey of figuring things out and self-sorting and all of the things. But if you know you're settling, if you know something isn't it, free yourself from it so that you can discover what is it. And if there's other people involved, do them the favor so that they can find their it as well. Okay. Another topic that I feel called to talk about today is jealousy. This is something that I've experienced in my own life. And um, I've come to really realize that when people are jealous, so maybe you are settling for the 70% in your career or the relationship or you know many areas of your life because how you do one thing is how you do everything, right? It's so true. And sometimes that can be a hard pill to swallow. However, when you settle for the 70% of what you want, you may see the people doing 100% of what you want and have that feeling of jealousy. And no one likes to feel jealous. And it's interesting because animals feel jealousy too, you know? And what I've come to learn about jealousy is 
We can only experience jealousy when we are not fully showing up for ourselves and our purpose. It's like driving a car. When you are driving a car and you're on your way to your destination and you're super excited about where you're going, you're not looking around at the cars beside you like, oh, I'm super jealous of where they're going. You know, um, they shouldn't be going there. You know, like it just doesn't happen. Jealousy happens when we're not honoring our soul's calling, when we're not listening, when we are settling, when we're settling for less than what we truly want, but we don't have the courage to take action. So jealousy is showing up in your relationship. If jealousy is showing up in your career and you have jealousy towards others, allow that to be motivation. And also for them to be um, someone that you can look at and be like, that person's not compromising. That person is doing what they're here to do because jealousy is just a sign that you are not living your life fully and on purpose. All right. So the next thing I feel called to share on today is really about the people that you surround yourself with, right? So do you find yourself surrounding yourself with people who make you feel expansive and joyful and like you can do anything? Cause like you can do anything. You absolutely can do anything that you have any idea, anything that has like come through you is a sign that you have the opportunity. You have the capacity to create that if you fully align with it and you decide that you want and you go after it, right? However, when you're around people who don't really get you or don't really encourage you and don't support what you're doing, it's very difficult to grow and to bloom. And so it's so important to do the work of understanding who's in your inner circle, who's in your outer circle, and really aligning with those people and inserting yourself into environments that energize you, that you can thrive and that you can grow in and being around those people who are doing what it is that you want to do or have what you want to have, because they're going to show you the way to get there. And I have to say mentors and coaches have been a game changer in my life. And that's why I'm super passionate about this work is because when you have people in your court showing you the way and showing you that you can too, that is where everything can happen. That's where everything can change. And so I have this uh, rule. I only hang out with people who talk about you know, what they're creating in the world. I love spending time with creators because I get energized around them. I get excited around them and I feel like I feel unstoppable, right? And so who are the kind of people that make you feel like you can do anything and make it a point to insert yourself into those environments, right? I also have another rule. I only surround myself with people who talk about what they're doing and what they're excited about in the future. I don't hang out with people who talk about people. And so this is a really important thing. And um, there's a man who took my program recently and he said the biggest game changer from taking my Turn Your Light On program was he realized that he wasn't able to hang out with the people that he used to hang out with anymore. And so we talked a little bit about the space of in between and knowing when something's reached its next expiration date. And if something feels expansive and exciting, that's awesome. And if something doesn't, then, you know, it's probably not quite the right environment or place for you, or maybe you've outgrown it. And so from taking the program and being a part of this amazing community of people who are doing the work that are showing up, that are creators that are excited about that, the change that they're here to make in the world and are doing the inner work he realized that he raised his vibration. He raised his standard. He raised his 
expectation of what he wants to have around him that when he was hanging out with people that he used to hang out with, he had this aha moment, this like light bulb moment where his lights turned on and he was like, oh my gosh, D. He's like, all of the people that I used to hang out with, all we did was gossip about other people and talk about things that we couldn't do or how people are doing this. He's like, I used to gossip. Like that was my way of connecting with people. And I had no idea. I knew that I didn't feel the way that I wanted to feel. I knew that I was drinking more wine than I, that I wanted to. Um, although he really likes wine and I'm, you know, drink your wine. It's all good. And he, he's like, I realized that the reason why I didn't have a lot of energy was because I was hanging out with people in my career who were always talking about people who were gossiping. And he realized that his anxiety that he had every day and a part of the facade that he was putting on to always look like he had it all together, a big part of that came back to the circle of influence that he was in and the people that he was surrounding himself with. So after taking the program, he decided to spend less time with them because he realized he had outgrown it. And so my question for you today is another question. I love questions. Questions are truly the gateway to freedom. And as a coach, as a facilitator, as someone who supports people with awakening and healing and shifting and growing and activating their gifts and making the biggest impact in the world, I don't like telling people what to do. I love giving them questions so that they can find their answers and then I support them to get to where they want to go. So questions are are super key. So get another question. The question is, are you surrounding yourself with people who gossip? Are you around people who are talking about other people all the time and what other people are doing? Or are you with people who are creating their own life and focusing on what's ahead and what they're excited about and the here and now? There's a huge difference in vibration. So, you know, being around people who are judgmental and you know what? I used to be super judgmental years ago, like when I was not in a good space uh, a decade ago and I wasn't living in my purpose, I wasn't living in my truth, I was definitely judgmental. However, when we're judgmental to other people, it means that we're very judgmental of ourselves. It means that we're very unhappy with ourselves. And oftentimes we can judge other people as a way to distract ourselves and others from seeing our own areas of insecurity, our own areas where we feel lack, our own areas where we don't feel good enough. So if you're someone who's very judgy, take a little note here and notice, ooh, okay, where am I like judging other people? And how is that really potentially a judgment towards myself? Because maybe you have jealousy, maybe you don't want to have someone see a part of you, right? And doing that inner work. And if you're hanging out with people who are judgmental, are you really able to be who you really are in the world? Are you really able to be yourself? And I know for me, when in the past, when I was around a lot of people who were judgment, I didn't feel like I could be myself. There's no way I would have been able to do what I've done if I continue to surround myself with those people. So notice, are you hanging out with people who are gossiping? Are you a gossiper? Are you talking about what other people are doing? And that just shows that you are not honoring your own path. You are not showing up for your purpose. And if you don't know what your purpose is, I highly recommend taking some time to discover that. And if you want something, I have a freebie on my website where you can sign up for a five-day video series on how to discover your soul's purpose. 
So you can just head on over to my website at radicallyaligned.com and find that freebie and opt in. And it will take you through five days of asking yourself some deeper questions. The being on purpose, showing up for what you want and giving yourself permission to be who you are is huge. And a big part of that has to do with getting away from environments and groups of people who are judgmental and who are talking about others. Because when we are looking at what other people are doing, it's showing us that we're really not doing what we're here to do. So be aware of that. Be aware of your environment. Be aware. And also the topic of settling, as we were talking about, if you're around people who are settling in their life and complaining about how things are and they're not taking action, kind of like that guy that I was telling you about that I met at the health food store, well, that's not really a lot of fun. You know, it's, it's not a lot of fun. It's not expansive. It's not really creating and doing what it is you want. So show up, ask yourself the deeper questions. And the fact that you're listening to this podcast is that you are someone who wants to do more introspective work and that you are someone who is here to do more. And it doesn't matter what level of consciousness or what level of whatever you're at, these questions, we can always go deeper and deeper and deeper within ourselves. And it's natural for us to judge things. Is this safe? Is it unsafe? Do I want to do this? Do I not want to do this? Do I prefer this? Do I prefer that? That's normal. I'm talking about judging from a place of, oh, I'm better than this person or that person shouldn't be doing this. And it's like, we don't need any more of that in the world. We need more people showing up for their purpose, showing up powerfully and doing what they're here to do. And it starts with you. It starts with you. It starts with us. It starts with us having conversations like this and being like, oh yeah, I need to tweak that area of my life or oh, those people that I've been surrounding myself with, yeah, I feel exhausted around. So my question or my invitation for you this week is to pay attention to your environment. Pay attention to the people that you're surrounding yourself with right now and notice your body. Notice if you're contracting in conversation with people or if you feel expansive. Notice if you feel like you can fully express yourself or if you feel locked in your throat right? And all of these things are going to be little pieces for you to notice. It's all information to take in of what is in your environment today and possibly what needs to change. So it's just like a flower. When a flower doesn't bloom or is droopy and you know isn't looking so good, you don't look at the flower and say, what's wrong with the flower? And you might be looking at yourself right now and be like, what's wrong with me? I'm not where I want to be or I'm struggling in this area of my life. And you know, as humans, we're always going to have areas that we struggle with that we want to, you know, up level. It's just how we are, right? When we reach one level, we thrive for more. So we don't look at the flower and say, what's wrong with the flower? We look at its environment and we change the environment. So my question for you today is what environments are you thriving in and what environments may need to change? So I hope that you've enjoyed this week's episode of the Radically Aligned Podcast. Love to hear from you. Have yourself a beautiful day. Sending you lots of love. Thanks for listening to the Radically Aligned Show. We love our community and we love that you're here spending time with us. And we want to hear from you. What has been your biggest insight, win, or aha, or moment during this episode? We'd love to have you join the community. So come on over to Facebook. We have a Facebook community for the Radically Aligned community. And we'd love to hear what you're up to, what your stories are, what's resonating, and what you want more of. And if you haven't already, go ahead and click subscribe so you don't miss any of the upcoming episodes 
episodes that drop every Thursday. And if you love the show, you love the content, please go ahead and leave a review. It would mean so much to us. Have an amazing day. Sending you lots of love. Mwah.